Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Sunday. And my, oh my, does it feel good to say that. So let's recap the winning card for you. In the National Football League, I cash in the Detroit Lions minus the six. Yes, thank you, Tampa Bay, for not completing that two-point conversion and pushing my wager. In the first half, it was heartbreak hotel for me. I had the Lions minus the three and a half. Tampa Bay goes on that long drive right before halftime, ties up the game, and costs me the ticket. I had Buffalo and Kansas City in the first half under the 22 and a half. I flip-flopped on the game so much. Didn't have a good pulse on it, and I didn't have a good pulse in the first half under either as I lose that ticket. But the prop bets run the table for me. I go 3-0. and I cash on Jameer Gibbs over the 48.5 yards rushing. I cash on Sam Laporta over the 42.5 yards receiving. And then in the Kansas City game, I cash on Isaiah Pacheco over the 60.5 yards rushing. So how about that? On Saturday, the prop bets, I go 0-3. On Sunday, I go 3-0. Sometimes you have a pulse, sometimes you don't. College basketball, the handicap goes 2-2. I cash on Michigan State, minus the 1.5. I cash on Tulane, plus the 3. They upset Memphis. First big upset win for them in over 20 years. I lose on Utah, minus the 5.5. And I lose on Mount St. Mary's, minus the 6. On Twitter, though, thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. We added the extra unit on Sparty, and Michigan State once again gets the job done, scoring just 17 points in the second half. That was a crazy basketball game as well. Coin flips, I go one and one. I win on the Frozen Pond. Tampa Bay and Detroit stay under the six and a half. I lose in the NBA on the Heat and the Magic. They couldn't make it to 215 and a half for me. So that's the day for Sunday. Now let's get to the card here for Monday. And we started the Big 12, and this number kind of got away from me. It's been steaming. I liked it at 7.5, but I've now locked it in at 8.5. I'm on the Kansas Jayhawks, minus the 8.5 against Cincinnati. So the Bearcats are 13-5 and on the season, 2-3 and in the Big 12. They've lost three of their last four games. All five losses this year, though, have been competitive by five or less, so they tend to be in games, and all five losses have been against top 50 teams. They're 2-2 two and two on the road. Their wins have been over Howard in overtime, and then they had the big one at BYU. Just two top 100 wins, though, on the resume. The big one at BYU, and then they beat TCU at home. The Jayhawks, meanwhile, are 15-3 and three on the year, 3-2 and two of the Big 12 after losing at West Virginia over the weekend. The Jayhawks are undefeated at home this season. They have seven top 100 wins this season. They beat Kentucky. Tennessee, UConn, Indiana, Yale, TCU, and Oklahoma. So how do the Jayhawks typically respond after losses so far this year? Well, they beat number four, Tennessee, by nine, and they beat number 21, Oklahoma, by 12. So that works for me. Three and a half point home court edge for Kansas. Yeah, I'll lay the eight and a half. Rock chalk Jayhawk. Give me Kansas minus the eight and a half over Cincinnati. Next up on the card, we go to the ACC. It is Wake Forest plus the eight and a half at North Carolina. So full disclosure here, I'm going to go against every model that I review. Most have North Carolina winning this basketball game by somewhere between nine to 11 points. I've had limited success, obviously trying to beat the machine, but I'm going to continue to try it and pick my spots. And this is one of those spots. North Carolina isn't a great basketball team. 
They're an elite basketball team. The Tar Heels are 15-3 and in the season. They're 7-0 and in the ACC. They're undefeated at home. They have four ACC road wins already this season, a 15.1 average margin of victory in the conference. They have eight top 100 wins this season. Their three losses were against Villanova, UConn, and Kentucky. The Tar Heels are number four on defense, number 15 on offense. On the other side, Wake Forest enters this game at 13-5. and five. They're 5-2 five and two in the ACC, and they're fighting to build an NCAA worthy resume. They have top 100 wins this year over Florida, Rutgers, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Miami, and Virginia. Not a bad list there, but they're just 1-3 and three on the road this season. That's a flaw. Wake Forest actually has the better shooting percentage here to date. They're shooting 47.7%. First 45.5 for the Tar Heels. Both teams score in the low 80s. Both teams give up 69 points per game. Both teams played on Saturday. The Tar Heels were on the road at Boston College. Quick turnaround can sometimes help the underdog. I don't like betting into top 10 teams, especially at home, but I expect this one to be competitive until the end. If the Tar Heels win their seventh straight conference game by double digits, I'll tip my cap, but I'm going to grab the eight and a half here with the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest on the road at North Carolina. Next up on the card, we go to the Southland Conference, and this line has been dropping, so I'm looking to see if I'm missing something. It opened at five and a half. It's now down to three and a half, but I'm still going to bet it. It's McNeese minus the three and a half at Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. So at 16 and two, five and zero in the Southland Conference, McNeese is getting everyone's best shot this year. They're the hunted team. Will Wade's Cowboys have won 11 straight basketball games. They're 6-2 on the road with the losses to Western Carolina and Louisiana Tech, both top 120 teams. McNeese has five top 151 wins this season. They beat Michigan, they beat Louisiana, they beat UAB, and they beat VCU. 13 of their 16 wins this year have been by nine or more. A win tonight, and the Cowboys would match the 1973 team that started 17-2. That's going way back into the history. The Islanders of Texas A&M Corpus Christi are 11-7 on the season. They're also off to a good start in conference, 4-1 so far. They have three losses versus teams ranked 300 or higher. That's not good. Long Island, UT Rio, and New Orleans. Their best win this season, they won by four at UTEP. McNeese ranks third in the country, hitting 41% of their three-pointers. Corpus Christi ranks 351st, hitting just 27%. 202nd ranked home court edge tonight. McNeese has won all conference games by six or more. I expect that trend to continue tonight. So give me McNeese, the Cowboys, minus the three and a half at Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Then the final college basketball game of the card here for you is in the CAA. It's Stony Brook plus the four against Hofstra. So both teams are nine and nine on the season, two and three in the CAA. The Pride of Hofstra are ranked 136 in the Ken Palm numbers. They have five top 200 wins this year over Wright State, High Point, South Florida, Iona, and Delaware. They're just one and seven away from home, including a loss at Campbell, who ranks number 318. Expectations, though, were much higher coming into the season, but they did keep it within five at St. John's, and they kept it within seven against Princeton, so they've shown some flashes with good opponents. 
Meanwhile, the Seawolves of Stony Brook are 6-2 and two at home this year with losses by one against Wagner and a loss by six against Charleston. They lost by three at Delaware on Thursday, just one top 200 win this season when they beat Bryant. This one might come down to Hofstra's hitting of the threes. Hofstra ranks 104th in the offense. Stony Brook ranks 333rd defending the three. Home court edge, 278th in the country. But this game is on CBS Sports Network. It's a primetime game. The schools are separated by just 40 miles, and they packed the arena last year for this matchup. So I'm going to grab the four at home with Stony Brook plus the four against Hofstra. Next up, we go to the coin flips in the NBA. I selected the Chicago Bulls at the Phoenix Suns. Total of 229. Heads it is. I'm on the over 229 between the Bulls and the Suns. Then on the frozen pond, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Arizona Coyotes. Total of six. Tails it is. I'm on the under six between the Penguins and the Coyotes. So let's recap my card for a Monday. Should be an interesting night of college basketball. Small slate of games, but they all intrigue me. In the Big 12 once again, I'm on Kansas, minus the eight and a half against Cincinnati. I'm on a Wake Forest, hoping for the upset tonight, plus the eight and a half at North Carolina. I'm on McNeese, minus the three and a half at Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. I'm on Stony Brook, plus the four against Hofstra. NBA coin flip, Bulls and Suns over the 229. NHL, Penguins and Coyotes under the six. So that's my card for a Monday. Enjoy the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.